0: Hello everyone and welcome back to episode 131 of your favourite Formula 1 show. Yes, Knowing Wheel returns this weekend to look back over the action from the Dutch Grand Prix. As always, I'm joined by Jamie183. How are we doing, my friend?
1: I'm good. This episode is what, a day late and a dollar yep. short, as Martin Brundle would say. Uh, due to the fact I did something stupid on Monday. But there we go. Less said about that. No, actually, you know what I'm Talk about it, yeah. Let's let's give (laughs) me a minute. My bank holiday Monday in the UK, which is something weird that we get, for those of you not in the UK, um, I went to every Premier League stadium. There's 20 of them all over the country. Me and a couple of friends went and visited every single one in a day. So this is the day after that. But yesterday as we record this um i was up at 4 a.m in newcastle which is in the very north of england and finished 19 stadiums later in bournemouth which is the very south of england uh at 3 a.m the next day so almost 24 hours later (laughs) so i am shattered uh i want to be in bed but matt has dragged me out to record this podcast
0: Well, hang on a minute, originally, so basically, you know, often how these things work is Jamie and I will message on a Monday morning, you know, after a Grand Prix, when I get up, uh, I like to go through and plan my week, and obviously one of the most important things I look forward to on a Monday evening is recording the podcast with Jamie, so I hit him up, you know, I go, Jamie, what time are you free today, you know, bank holiday Monday, hoping he's got a bit of extra time, and he goes, check my Instagram, and the first thing I see is a story from seven hours earlier of him in the car, like, oh. Deary me! Um, so yeah, we're, we're blaming Jamie uh, for why the podcast is at a day yes. late this week. Follow me um, on Instagram, by the way. Leave follow, a link. Yeah, in the follow us both on Instagram. I'll make sure um, at Matt 212 YT at Jamie underscore Brewerton.
1: No, uh, just Jamie Brewerton, one word.
0: Jamie Brewerton, all one word. There. Great content. Follows. Well, let's not go that far. Um, it's about as great as his YouTube content. But of course, yeah. um, you know if you're if you're watching this on my main YouTube channel, uh, of obviously from 2024, a little bit of housekeeping before we jump into it. I'm sorry to all of those of you uh, that listen every week. Um, as of 2024, Knowing Wheel is moving exclusively onto its own YouTube channel. A little bit of an update for you all uh, in the subscriber race against Jamie183. Jamie, how many subs are you on? <laughs>
1: quickly uh that's a good question
0: has it gone down that's all i want to know
1: i actually think it might have gone up i was at an event i was an event last week uh and it ended up the people there were like let's watch his old videos so i kid you not i was in a room with 15 people or so and they put me racing in league racing on the telly and people were shouting and cheering when i took the lead and stuff like that it was so bizarre (laughs)
0: A uh, little, little fun side fact for you there as well. Jamie, obviously, like we said, apparently watches league racing with. Uh, was was this at work?
1: Uh, no, it wasn't work. It was work related. It was people. Fair enough. It was, a, it was a work related <laughs> event.
0: Uh, Jamie also dubs, uh watches his only racing highlights in nightclubs in. Um, <laughs> He i forgot about that it was a dead club it was a one dead one in the club. morning watching his only league racing highlights as we're just watching
1: there. me me overtake you at china wasn't it apparently so
0: from like seven <laughs> years ago um but anyway yeah, jimmy how many how many subs do you want? i am on we need to get
1: 538
0: so we are now three hundred and ninety uh three hundred and ninety two away we're up to 146, Jamie, so we're closing in on you thick and fast. Oh, I'm in trouble. Um, basically, uh, the, the moral of the story there is, uh, if you do enjoy listening to the podcast on the Mac Two and Two channel, there'll be a link top of the description uh, to the Knowing Wheel podcast channel, because as of next year, all the shows are going to be going live there exclusively. And we need your help, because as of yesterday, every single podcast now, Jamie, is ready to go on that channel, so, do we upload them all overnight, 120 episodes in one go, or do I stagger them out over the next six months?
1: All in once, I think. All in one at go. Once. What do you? you let us know what you think.
0: We will, we will run a debate, or oh, we'll run a poll, even over on that channel. And yeah, the winner. Will you see 120 podcasts go up all in one hit? That is the real question. Everybody wants to know. But let's actually get into the important stuff, Jamie. We've been rambling on uh, for a good five minutes. The Dutch Grand Prix! Formula One was back and it pretty much was crazy instantly, wasn't it?
1: Yeah, yeah, obviously the Dutch love a party, so the bases are going all weekend uh, in in the Zandvoort surroundings. Uh, They actually, Did you see their banned cars? That's quite cool. Yes, yeah. You weren't allowed to drive, which is bizarre for a Formula One race. I thought they were just going to be standing in their grid spots. um, On on I reckon Max wouldn't have
0: won if they were. Actually, who do you reckon would win? Bantry. Do you reckon? reckon Val, he, he's a good cyclist.
1: He's a very good cyclist, and if yeah. he if it's Holland, they probably had bikes. Yeah, Who do you very... think is the fastest driver in a race? Genuine, that's a good question. They should. That's Drive a good a video race. idea. In a in a running race.
0: That, I reckon Formula One should get on that.
1: They should. That's a quality idea. I bet insurance and they, they're not allowed to race against each other. But probably not. That's a, no. another issue. Less. <laughs> what was going on? Oh, Friday. Yes, we had both Australians. Piastri and Ricardo managed to find a wall almost simultaneously. I think Piastri first spun, wasn't it, at turn three? Yeah. And then, turn, is it turn four? Yeah, turn three. Oh, turn three. And then uh, Ricardo was distracted uh, by a side on McLaren and stacked it himself uh, in sympathy. And really bizarrely managed to break his hand, which I, it didn't look like he did anything wrong. Obviously, it wasn't a super heavy crash. But I guess he just didn't let go of the steering wheel in time. That
0: and was exactly got, what happened, yeah.
1: Yeah, got a fairly bad fracture, which he's now had surgery on and is in recovery for. So that immediately meant my absolute boy from Formula 2 last year, Liam Lawson, uh, was jetted in and raced from there on, from Saturday onwards.
0: Can Making we give a debut. quick update then? Of course, on the Jamie One Eight Three cursed F two drivers. Uh, how did Fred <laughs> Vesti get on this weekend?
1: I didn't see really, but I saw both his rear wheels literally fell off.
0: Yes, exactly. What was uh, that about? Um, but Prima Prima are obviously you know Ferrari's junior team still. Uh, so Prima did Ferrari things. Is all I can I say. I just thought he
1: was running quite well, wasn't he? And then literally his two rear wheels just fell off.
0: Yeah it was it was not great.
1: it was bizarre it's like how can i not i if i choose a young driver to support it's just it's curtains for their career
0: pretty much it is a fresh especially when we both like dennis hauger <laughs> last year we were both <laughs> so hyped up for dennis hauger and then he did nothing even worse than that though jamie Uh, was Clement Novelak taking the win. (laughs) Because uh, for those of you that come back to my Twitch streams, you'll know that my girlfriend is a huge Clement Novelak fan. uh, And I've given her stick. I don't know, Jamie. In fact, to be honest, (laughs) bless her, she doesn't really know either. Uh, But she just likes him. She kind of picked him and has stuck with him. Uh, And I've given her stick all year for Clement Novelak being a bit mediocre. (laughs) Uh, And then he went and won. (laughs) So I got a lot of grief throughout Sunday.
1: What a guy. What a guy.
0: Yeah, bizarre, but fair play Clement out there and unlucky Fred Vesti. good luck spending another year in F2 next season, although I can't say much because my boy Teo Porcher binned it. Um, yeah, he well. actually
1: made his own mistake, so have that. He, d-
0: he did make his own mistake, so it was a bit of a disaster all around, but let's, let's get on with the real Formula 1 action though, Jamie, of course, <laughs> as we mentioned, Williams, well Alex Albon, we should say, was looking fast all weekend, wasn't he? And as we went mm. into qualifying, it looked like we could see some changeable conditions.
1: Yeah, it was so wet in in Saturday morning that the F two sprint race was actually fully cancelled. Or did it race around five corners, didn't it? It raced around five corners crash.
0: until Campos mounted another Campos.
1: Yeah, there was a really nasty crash. Everyone was alright, but it looked pretty bad, and it was just impossible to race and get the get the laps in for F two. So they just abandoned it, and no one got any points. Um, so yeah, by the time FP three rolled around, it was a little bit drier it was possible to run but a bit pointless um apart from liam lawson did obviously I was say, liam lawson. He's, <laughs> he's never driven an f1 car in anger before uh, <laughs> um, But but yeah, by the time Quali came around it was no longer raining but it was still wet and it just throughout the session drying up progressively which is always really good for qualifying sessions i think because it basically makes it a one shot even when it's dry the track is still getting faster and faster at uh, a faster rate than normal
0: Yeah, I was going to say, you think of other good qualifying sessions this year. uh, Probably Spain is the one that sticks out, isn't it? Spain and Silverstone. Mm. um, And they obviously were both on drying tracks. I mean, let's be fair, Jamie. 2023 Formula 1, I mean, we can talk about this a whole lot more when we get into the Grand Prix itself. Absolutely has been saved by the weather, hasn't it, this year?
1: Yeah, it's bizarre how much much wet weather we've had. It's global warming.
0: Every uh... single Grand Prix since Imola... Has been, Well, obviously Imola was gonna cancelled because it was rain affected. Um, every single Grand Prix since then has been rain affected.
1: Really? That's in, in Madness.
0: Incredible. Madness. That really is... A, At some yeah. point during the weekend.
1: F1 for the last 73 years has been killing the planet so much that it just rains all the time now. So, you know what? O- only,
0: only God can stop Max Verstappen. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so when was Imola meant to be? Between Miami and Monaco? No, before Miami, yes. wasn't it?
0: No, after Miami.
1: No. So yeah, the the races before that were in... Well, three of them were in the Middle East. the
0: Middle East and Australia.
1: And Australia and Miami, which all of those places never rained. So basically every track that it could have rained, it has rained.
0: I think think could have rained is a bit strong. It has famously rained at Albert Park a few times in the past. Uh, You know what? The weather...
1: The weather in Monza on Sunday looks 40% rain. It,
0: les- it looks like it's going to rain this weekend as well. I mean, <laughs> it supposedly. is bizarre, isn't it, this year? There's got to be some sort of conspiracy surrounding the rain <laughs> in Formula 1. But you know what? We'll take it. Because despite the fact, I mean, spoiler alert, Verstappen keeps winning, um, at least there's some drama going on behind him. Um Indeed. But Jamie did the notes for qualifying, and I've got no idea who went-, who, I w- who went out in Q1, apart from Esteban Ocon, because apparently he's a fraud. <laughs>
1: Yes, uh it was both Alframeos Kevin yeah. Magnuson and Lawson was last obviously. Uh yes. I think he was yeah. a second off Bottas in nineteenth, but then that's fair play. I think when it's his first first session he, and he had he, in no,
0: in um, he done next to no even uh testing uh simulator no, runs yeah. even in the Alvatari, he'd done it all in the Red Bull. So he had even yeah. less of an idea of the car he was in.
1: Yeah, yeah, not at all. So I think he actually did quite well to really be a second off Bottas, uh, who's been driving that car all year. So, yeah, I mean, you know, you know, real surprise there was Ocon, I think, um, who was disappointed. I don't quite know why he went out, but he probably made some excuse. Um, but, yeah, that was straight <laughs> on to Q2. And I'm, I'm surprised you again... not
0: back that up with because he's French, to be fair. But no, well done, we're maturing.
1: The other Frenchman's a, French a goat, so we, we like the French this weekend. <laughs>
0: Fair enough. We, we like the uh, well, French this we li- week. We
1: like one of them, anyway. <laughs>
0: no, we like one of them every weekend, to be fair. <laughs> yeah, true. It's just neither of us are keen on an Esteban Ocon. Anyway, let's, <laughs> let's, let's, let's talk about the French and, you know, our division. Uh, Q2, Hamilton gets screwed over. Uh, very, very upset by that one, of course. Uh, got blocked by about four cars throughout Q2. It seemed every other lap he was getting he blocked did get by a proper someone. lap
1: in, though, didn't he? Eventually. Not
0: really. Not really. He still got blocked, band. he felt. It,
1: it, yeah. Mm. it he was a bad had, entry had no idea it.
0: what was going on um, but yeah but P13
1: not, not the P best P came into Lewis. the weekend saying let's go for P2 in the championship
0: yeah yeah I reckon it's still on between now and the end <laughs> of the year um, but that did also then mean that both Williams let's be fair Logan Sargent hats off to him the Williams car looked good this weekend um, but made it through to Q3 the first US driver to do so in 30 years Jamie it's kind of mad isn't it yeah
1: yeah, pretty pretty crazy. But um, I think it's good for Sargent to, to get through. I think, obviously, that's one of the seats that isn't secure yet for, for 2024.
0: We, we spoke about this, though, last week, didn't we? We, yeah, we, we kind did. of believe it is. Mm,
1: I'm less and less sure, as he keeps on the spoiler alert crashing. Um, but
0: I think Williams will give him the time. Yeah, I, mean, I think they will. Enough, of course, your guy, you backed up last week, Jamie. Zhou Guanyu, all the reports are suggesting he might not have a drive next year, and what did he do that Logan well, Sargent did this weekend?
1: Only crashed once, not twice.
0: <laughs> Still crashed in the race.
1: Ran in the podium places, which Sargent didn't do. So we'll oh, I'm literally later.
0: sorry, I've just read your notes for Q3. You're that worried afraid. about Zhou Guanyu, Jamie has put in the notes that Sargent <laughs> crashed and handed his 2024 seat to Zhou. Are you now worried you know that Zhou Guanyu's going to lose that seat?
1: If Joe does lose his out from AC, which I will admit is maybe possible, uh, I think he'll land at Williams. That's my theory.
0: Really? I'm not convinced he will.
1: I think he will. I think, I think he... it'd be a
0: shame, but I, I'm going to see him end up going somewhere like WEC.
1: Nah. He's, he's got the... Uh, like he has to race his home Grand Prix. F1 wouldn't be persevering with Shanghai if it wasn't for Joe.
0: <laughs> Never mind the fact China just like having a Grand Prix just have no control over covid
1: true true but uh yeah i do think it was good for sergeant to get in but sadly as we said the q3 began with a with a crash for him um which was unfortunate because i think james vows but pre weekend, basically said we're pleased with logan but he needs to start making more steps and more steps in high pressure situations is what he actually said so the pace has been improving but every time the pressure's on, like a final lap in Q1 or Q2, he hasn't quite got it together. Until yes. this weekend, really did. And then Q3 comes around, and he, the pressure and the pressure of was off, and he
0: goes and wins it. Yeah. Um... Yeah. So
1: that was a shame for him, but it did lead to a, a curtailed, like, shorter session, effectively, because no one got laps in before that. Uh, and then a few drivers got laps in before another man who loves to crash uh, did the same thing <laughs> later Lots on in session crash. Charles Leclerc um, yeah I think how many times he crashed in, q, in Q3 in q this season that must be at least twice
0: at least his third I reckon probably yeah
1: plenty of times for Charles Leclerc but, but it was really it weird in that Sydney one as well. oh yeah that was a sprint quality but it still counts and he binned it in Miami in Q3 Miami yeah <laughs> the big one wasn't
0: it um, but yeah, yeah it bizarre, was weird really quite
1: unforced Um, just into turn six, the right-hander?
0: Six or seven, yeah.
1: Yeah, and it just completely understeered and didn't bother slowing down. So straight into the wall. And that left temporarily a McLaren 1-2 with Norris head Piastri, wasn't it? Because Verstappen hadn't set a time yet. Um, And there's only about three minutes left on the clock as Leclerc crashed, so it was basically a one-shot quali on a green track, which is fully dry, but no rubber was laid than because it had been raining, of course, all morning. Um, and yeah, going into this one-shot quality, obviously anything's an option. You know, who could go fastest? We don't know. Not Charles Leclerc or Logan Sargent. But yeah, eight drivers gunning for pole, and then Max Verstappen ruins everyone and goes onto pole position by an absolute country mile, uh, as yeah. we kind of expected.
0: Lando did really look like the only one that could even threaten him, didn't he, uh, this weekend? Yes, but... Rather, you know, unsurprisingly, Verstappen took pole, uh, Norris P2. Russell and Albon, though. Shout out to Albon especially with P4 there. uh, And Alonso Mm. P5. And again, another qualifying where Perez just does not get it hooked up. 1.3 seconds behind his teammate on the final run. Around a 70-second lap.
1: Insane, isn't it? What is that? Like 2%, roughly. Yeah, it's almost 2%. That's crazy. Like, for a driver who's... Got credibility. He's a decent driver. He's shown that in his career, and he goes against Max Verstappen and just gets absolutely dud in. But absolutely. at least he was in Q three.
0: Yeah, for a change. But that <laughs> left us, you know, with a pretty spicy grid then, didn't it? For Sunday, obviously a lot of drivers in difficult positions. You know, a lot of drivers higher up the order than they were expecting. A lot of drivers lower down the order uh, than they were expecting. And things were going to get even more dramatic, weren't they, Jamie? Because as they were peeling off the grid for the formation lap, all the teams were basically saying it's going to rain any point now, and that that basically just led to chaos, didn't it?
1: Yeah, it was so exciting. The first first six or seven laps were insane. They were lovely. I liked it right
0: till like lap fifteen, wasn't it?
1: Yeah, yeah. It settled down a little bit after that. But the first, yeah, literally the end of lap one. Well, they're coming round lap one into the stadium section. Um, towards the 8 light like, sector 3 and it's just like boat racing on slick tyres and at that point I was like surely they're all going to pit and this is going to be chaos because the pit lane's tiny and then the top 6 didn't pit and I was like okay what on earth going on by this point by the way Alonso's jumped from 5th to 2nd because he's just a baller in the well, wet fifth
0: weather 5th to 3rd on lap 1 you got oh, George and fun, Alex lap 1
1: yeah. Yeah. yeah really good stuff from Alonso and they got Norris up the hill lap 2 wasn't it um, yes yeah but, yeah, I think Perez pit, Joe pit, and Gasly pit. Uh, uh, and Sonoda, and Lawson, and, a few and others. K-Mag. Yeah.
0: Because yeah. Um, what I couldn't believe, quickly, sorry, was Lawson got a 10-second penalty for impeding Kevin Magnussen when there wasn't really a lot else he could do other than block the pit lane entirely.
1: Yeah, it was either block Magnussen in his box or stop in the pit lane. <laughs> Which I <laughs> Which thought was kind unfair. of just,
0: a, you know, kind of the nature of the beast kind of thing when it came to double yeah. stacking
1: yeah which is a shame for Lawson and especially like not a great way to start your first F1 race with a penalty but not his fault at all um actually it didn't end up affecting things that badly later in the race but uh yeah and then lap 2 comes around and they're all like okay we're surviving but we're going 6 or 7 seconds every sector slower than Perez is um and then they all pit a lot of them pit on lap 2 the end of lap 2 including Verstappen and not Norris and Russell who carried on uh but a lot of other drivers did and this basically elevated Perez to the lead Joe into second I don't know where he got past Gasly he must've been in the pit lane
0: yes it was yeah
1: um and Gasly third place and Verstappen I think came out fourth or fifth um yep. but obviously immediately started putting in the lap times against everyone else but he had the likes of norris and russell leading at the start of lap three and then by the end of lap three they were already behind perez and verstappen and joe like they were just literally 10 15 seconds a lap slower but they were just sitting out because they knew that the the rain was very temporary and then as soon as it started drying they were basically gunning that because two pit stops if basically you stay out on dry as you save two pit stops you're, yeah, they're gunning yeah. that the rain will cost them less than forty seconds, which, to be fair, wasn't a terrible guess if it wasn't heavy rain. But I think,
0: yeah, in if hindsight, it wasn't costing you twenty seconds a lap. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. In hindsight, it was only it was lap ten or so that the dry started getting as quick as the inter again, wasn't it? Yes. So, yeah. yeah, it didn't didn't work out a lot for them. The, the ones who had it the worst were the ones who tried to stick it out, gave up on lap six or seven, and then three <laughs> laps later would have been on the drive's would have been on the right tire. So was well, it was
0: Slogan was Sargent, wasn't it? Who, by lap yeah. seven, was already lapped. <laughs> and Yeah. He just kind of just in the wrong place at the wrong time. Uh, which, which was absolutely mad. But, I mean, yeah, the longer the short of it was, Checo suddenly had a 15 second lead by the end of lap three. Uh, and despite, you know, equal machinery and everything like that, Max was going three, four seconds a lap faster still. Yeah. <laughs> because that's yeah. just what Max does. One thing, though, that I was surprised didn't get talked about more was the move Max did on Pierre. Yeah, even
1: Gasly himself. Did you see the little podium podcast <laughs> Verstappen's hosting with Alonso and different guests every week? Yes, um, yeah. That The clip of that, the clip of Verstappen down the inside of Turn 3 on Gasly was in the little repeat of the race they show in that room. And Gasly was like, oh, I touched the white line and then lose all grip. So I think Gasly thinks he was basically just running wide anyway and Verstappen took the place. But in real time, it proper looked like Verstappen forced him off. But I guess well, yeah, it like looked that. like he
0: was just not giving it any room, didn't he? Yeah. It? Which I was amazed yeah. wasn't a five-second penalty.
1: Yeah, I guess maybe we I mean, didn't see Gazzi's on board, but I guess if it looked like because himself said that he touched the white line and got no grip, so I guess if he was going off track anyway, Verstappen didn't force him off technically. Yeah. But yeah. it did look a bit dodgy at the time, so he got away with that one. But
0: yeah, kind of one yeah. of those ones where. Gazzy was going to get barged out if he hadn't slipped off, kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, <laughs> um, But already though, by sort of lap ten, as you said, you know the drives were starting to come back into their own, and it was now the question, of course, of check out about a five second lead over Max. You know what were Red Bull going to do, Jamie? And this is mm. where things got a little bit controversial, wasn't it? A slight
1: bit, but I, I don't see it really. I I get why. So basically the second like the second stop comes around it is time to go back to dries and they pit Verstappen first without telling Perez and then a lap later pit Perez and obviously because it's time for dries Verstappen's gone way way quicker and undercut him by an absolute load it's what 8 or 9 seconds isn't it after the stops yeah so yeah. i can see why Perez is annoyed but at the end of lap one they gave Perez the better strategy, whether it was Perez's call or Max's call Perez made the call.
0: The tyres weren't ready when Perez came in.
1: Mm. But like, I guess they could have told Max to pit then, but the tyres weren't ready. So that's like luck of the draw kind of thing. So I think they were just handing back the advantage that, he, that Perez got in the first sort. So I don't see it as a massive issue. I think if Perez had pit first, Verstappen still would have won the race. <laughs> oh yeah, but it would be so, nice to have a fight on track yeah. between. I can them. see why Perez is annoyed, but I don't have that much sympathy.
0: No, I think yeah, it, it was just one of those ones. I think you know, from a from a fan of Formula One that isn't really a fan of Red Bull, it just looked like another example. Because even Perez's stop <laughs> was slow as well. It was another That's example not... <laughs> of let's make sure that Max is back in front of him. You know, we'll just do what we need to to make sure yeah, Max maybe, is back in maybe. front of him. Um, which tactics. you know, when you've got a 120 point lead in the championship just at the summer break, kind of stings, you know, as an on, as you know, as an onlooker. It's almost like swapping sport. over
1: your uh, your one two in Russia with a 40 point lead, isn't it?
0: Well, that's a lot less than 120 in a battle just between <laughs> your two drivers. But I mean, this Maybe. is the thing, though, isn't it, Jamie? Like I've seen a lot more, especially this year. Of course, you know, people sort of saying the difference between Red Bull's domination and Mercedes' domination. Red Bull are absolutely villains, aren't they? <laughs> this is why yeah. th- like Formula One has struggled more with Red Bull's domination than Mercedes' domination.
1: But I, I think Mercedes, they just play nice, but secretly they're villains as well
0: every Formula 1 team is villains behind the scenes, you, you're not yeah. why would you be in a competitive sport with billions yeah, exactly. of dollars if you want? You
1: are going to be a selfish organisation naturally, and so, yeah. so are the drivers, they're going to be selfish themselves as well
0: but Red Bull so, really like, people don't like, you're either a Red Bull fan or you hate them, <laughs> isn't it? They're, they're not a team that you can like be ambivalent towards, is it? It feels yeah.
1: like yeah, maybe, but they're, they're part of the pantomime, part of the show <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I think Formula One, you know, it, it's you know, it's the little things that we've said before. It's even the way Max just celebrates exactly the same way every time. <laughs> like whenever he it's wins. Just, yeah. it's like it, a, you know, I think for a lot movie. of people, it just doesn't feel that special Belisted the way well. they do it. But Lewis would often it does feel you know, a dedicate it to cool. different people. You know, he, he obviously, you know, he, he things obviously 2020, you know, where he'd wear t-shirts on the podium that would get him in trouble with the FIA because he was standing up for what he believes in. And, you know, he just feels almost sterile, doesn't it? In a way. It, a
1: little a little bit. Like, I, d- just, I do like when Verstappen has a friend on the podium. Like, when Lando's up there, it does seem like more fun. but Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: It, like it, it just seems a, like he's having a laugh thing.
1: and he's not really taking it as seriously, which I quite like. But then no, I, I think it's, it's the pinnacle of not
0: Because yeah. I mean, it, it's funny as well, isn't it? Because Max often says he worries more about sim racing than real Formula One. Yeah, <laughs> um, which is absolutely mad. But you also think, yeah, it's probably far more competitive for him. Yeah, as yeah, well. he's got
1: equal cars to people in sim racing. So
0: exactly, yeah, and people that will spend like hundreds of hours practicing in the same way Max is more than happy to do. Um, yeah. Anyway, we, we're kind of getting ahead of ourselves because we've still got most of a Grand Prix to go over. Yeah. <laughs> um, the next kind of real piece of action uh, was, of course, Logan Sargent again binning it.
1: Yeah, I think. He, well, I think they're saying he had a suspension failure before the crash, whether it's to protect him or to because he it, actually did it. He round
0: know. incredibly quickly.
1: Yes. Yeah. So it could have been a suspension on the front right failure, but either way, it was another. Uh, experience with the barrier for Logan Sargent um, very diplomatic of you I know, I know that's so good because I'm uh, definitely not an unbiased Formula One fan <laughs> uh, yeah so Sargent was out of the race it caused quite a long safety car because I think he damaged the barriers a bit didn't he yes so uh, yeah at this point I stopped watching because I had to go to work <laughs> so yeah as the uh, the race restarted I think the lap ish. Uh, everyone's on tries. A few people saw it through without stopping for Inters. Alex Albon I think was the main one. Um, I
0: think Alex Albon was the only one that maybe made he it was the all the way. One. Yeah,
1: yeah. but the order is just a massive mess. Both Mercedes are well down. Uh, you still had Joe up in P5, P4 or 5 I think Gasly was P3. Science was up there. Uh, it was a Red Bull one too, of course, because it's 2023. Um, and yeah, it was... It settles a little bit down, but most of them were on softs because it's obviously still mixed conditions and you want tyre warm up. But Alfa Romeo decided that they're going to not take the opportunity to score points and put Joe on mediums, which was a lot of fun.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> again, another another lost opportunity for Alfa Romeo, wasn't it? This weekend, yes. uh, which was disappointing to see. Um, but really, yeah, you know, a lot of the middle stage of this race, you know, again, it's, it was another one of those races where there is stuff going on. But none of it's particularly exciting, you know. It was basically just drivers trying to shift themselves in towards the right places. So yeah, Alonso had moved all the way up to P three. Uh, you know, Gasly was following along nicely in P four. Sainz was up to fifth. I um, mean, doing you know, a pretty decent job in a Ferrari that again just seemed to be off the pace all weekend. Um, you know, Hamilton was and George were obviously trying to make their way back through. Lando was recovering places. Uh, but Liam Lawson it, overtook Charles Leclerc. Liam Lawson overtook Charles Leclerc, who you forgot to mention earlier on because it was definitely in the notes. Uh, collided with Piastri <laughs> on Is lap it? one. And yeah, Charles basically got floor damage, uh, which ruined him for the rest of the afternoon. So I think it was lap 42 um, he retired from the Grand Prix. And mad as well, isn't it, Jamie? Uh, that Leclerc had more points, I think, or should have had more points by about round six last season. That he's, he's still not broken 100 points this year. Which is mad! Oh, wow, madness! That's isn't insane. It? Yeah, but you kind yeah, of think nice on the other hand. I mean, what was that? Round yeah, round fifteen. He'd have to be averaging nine points or eight or nine points a Grand Prix, and you know th- yeah. those opportunities just haven't you know materialized every week
1: because the grid's so competitive. The top six certainly is so competitive. Well, second through eighth,
0: third through eighth.
1: Well, yeah, yeah. Well, third through twelfth, really, because I would say you've got six teams. Oh well, Red Bull first, and had five teams. Yeah, that randomly can for the score rest points. The points. Yeah, and obviously Alex Alban Apparently, yeah, I do remember you in Magalief saying that Williams, Haas, Aframo, and and Tauri won't score any more points this season. I said so I wouldn't be good.
0: surprised if they didn't score. That, any more points that was a good,
1: good shout from Matt there.
0: Well, Alex Alban, you know, fair play to him. He's an absolute baller. I'm not going to argue against him. <laughs> I love Alex, and I will continue to back him. Um, but that really then led us into about the final 15 laps of drama, uh, because rain was predicted once again. By lap 62, 10 laps remaining, that rain had started, and just like at the start of the Grand Prix, it absolutely bucketed it down. Checo Perez bins it into turn 1, loops it round, is lucky not to get any serious damage, uh, and then Alonso moves up to P2, uh, as Zhou Yu then goes and bids it properly, doesn't he? Uh, pretty much capping off a weekend of what. Bidding is hard. Well, he binned Bidding. it. He was the only <laughs> one that aquaplaned into the wall at turn one.
1: You can't do anything about aquaplaning in Formula One. And uh, don't literally. Hit the a second before and a second after, the car directly ahead of him and directly behind him both did the exact same thing. Well, they uh, didn't do didn't the exact wheel. same thing, did they? <laughs> they, they didn't hit Not the wall quite. at 100 miles Not an quite. hour.
0: They both got it slowed down.
1: Botas's cycling legs helped him uh, press the brake pedal harder. So oh, it's <laughs> not quite how ABS
0: works. Not quite think, how it but, works. Okay. <laughs>
1: but, yes. Uh, so unlucky for Joe. It was. I wouldn't say it was his fault. To aquaplane in an absolute flood.
0: Aquaplaning, um, no. But aquaplaning that badly, yes. He locked up the fronts and just never managed to get it rotating again.
1: Okay, we'll settle for that. I'll take that. Uh, yeah. But that caused a safety car and then obviously red flag because like as much as stick as the weather ties get, when cars are aquaplaning you can't like you can't carry on racing like that because it is just ridiculous <laughs> um so the red flag was justified i think uh maybe not for quite as long as it was out but confusingly because perez had had spun and then pit for full wets in the um he was basically in 4th or 5th uh, um when still. the red flag the yeah, sorry.
0: Out. Yeah, when the, when the red flag. <clears throat> yeah,
1: when the red flag was called, uh, Perez was actually stuck in the pit lane because he just he literally just put the wets on um, and sped
0: in because he couldn't get the car slowed down. Yeah. Yeah. Which made me laugh because obviously he got a five-second penalty for that. And people are going, "Oh, that's so unfair! He couldn't slow the car down in time." That's not a fantastic excuse when he goes in there and mows down twelve people. Like, <laughs> yeah, the, the just because he struggled to get the car slowed down doesn't mean he shouldn't get a penalty.
1: Yeah, it doesn't matter if it's not his fault; he's still spared in the pits. But <laughs> well, it is his fault.
0: He's the one in charge of the car. and He's yeah. making yeah. sure it's doing thirty-seven miles an hour into that pit lane
1: and he was yeah,
0: so, 0.8 miles an hour over.
1: Well, that's over. So exactly, unlucky.
0: penalty, simple <laughs> as. You know, I, I don't get some people.
1: No, neither. But uh yeah, Perez did end up getting to restart in P3 again, wasn't it? After because yes. it went back to when Alonso got ahead of it but not Gasly. Um so yeah, it was Verstappen, Alonso, Perez restarting, but Perez obviously with that 5 seconds for the speeding in the pits and you had a little what six seven lap shootout and unlike yeah. Melbourne they actually they did the right thing sporting wise they and did not do the right mate. thing sporting
0: wise <laughs> why give us all this hype about how you're gonna start doing standing restarts especially in the rain I was expecting Alonso's win it worried me that I was willing to back Alonso for a second <laughs>
1: I think they did the right thing.
0: Dutch Grand Prix, they want Max to win, so they give him an easy out and say, right, we'll let you start behind the safety car.
1: Melbourne was ridiculous, to be fairly honest. Yeah. Formula One looks
0: ridiculous, Jamie.
1: But it just takes... It doesn't feel like much of a sport when you're just stopping the race to give us a restart. It doesn't feel like much of a
0: sport when the same driver wins 17 times in a row, (laughs) let's be fair. (laughs) Yeah,
1: fair enough. (laughs) But it was i think it was the right call um we saw in 2020 I like it. I'm, I'm taking like it, yeah 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 magello and monza in 2020 where they were like oh hang on red flags and restarts give us some unpredictability we just had gasly win we just had 16 cars crash out because we keep restarting <laughs> the race every two seconds this is great like and since then they just give us restarts and safety cars for a bit of script and like, it just feels not right <laughs>
0: Yeah, yeah, no, I know what you mean. I mean, I think this is the thing we've said so many times before, isn't it? But I think it really did take, sadly, the death of Charlie Whiting for a lot of us, and I think we probably can be included in that, to realise just how good a job he did Mm. in maintaining the sport.
1: Yeah, for sure. And it was almost by accident that they realised that these almost like script safety cars could be really helpful. I think. The catalyst was brazil in 2019 where bottas yeah. retired um and they threw but it a safety was seven car. leclerc
0: took each other right wasn't it
1: afterwards yeah but the uh, the thing that triggered it was it was quite a boring race to be honest verstappen was going to win um sounds a bit familiar <laughs> but then bottas had a, a dnf on track right by an escape road perfect situation for a vsc but because there were 20 laps to go the season's done. Uh, it was like two races from the end Hamilton's won the title not really much going on they were like you know what let's just throw a full safety car and then it was a crazy end to the race Uh, obviously Ferrari's crash Hamilton Albon crash is on the podium Science on the podium first non-big three teams at that time get podiums that season apart from Kvyat in uh, in, uh, Hockenheim it was a really really entertaining race and they were like oh that's great we should write that down and every time we need a special safety car to give us an exciting finish, then we'll do it. And we saw the climax of that in 2021, really, didn't we? So, yes. yeah. I think yeah. this time around, they made the right call.
0: I understand why they made the call they did, <laughs> to be fair. You know, like I said, I gave it a bit of stick. Um, you know, I think it's very, very easy, of course, to say, you know, I, you know personally, I would have loved to stand and start, but you know, I'm also not going to deny the fact it was basically just because it might have given someone else a chance to take a wheel yeah. from Max. <laughs> uh, but, of course, that didn't happen. Uh, he matched Seb's nine wins in a row. Um, and I am going to be at Monza watching him break that this weekend in Ferrari territory. I hope you wear your red bull hat. Yeah. He's, he's going to make it ten, isn't
1: he? Well, you say that. The oh, don't give you the curse, yeah. The last three victors of the Monza Grand Prix have DNF'd the following year and of course Max Verstappen won the race last year. So who knows? And who knows? We could get a Pedro Della Rosa out of nowhere. We could take out four cars at turn
0: one. Exactly. Or we get a nineteen eighty eight where McLaren come three laps from a flawless year. Perhaps that's what happens to Red Bull.
1: Maybe, maybe. Lando Norris. As, has win.
0: anyone inside the Ferrari family died recently? Because that's obviously Enzo no died and that's how they won.
1: I have no idea. Well, if someone does between now and then, it was Matt. It's
0: on. It's on. It's me. Don't, don't <laughs> pin me for murder, please. Especially not an Italian ball. No, yeah, you're there. definitely
1: done. You're not getting back out.
0: Yeah. But, yeah, there we go then. In the end, I mean, it was actually, you know, a dramatic, dramatic Grand Prix, wasn't it? But it kind of says oh, yeah. the state of Formula One is in. The most overtakes ever in a Formula One race, Jamie. 63 overtakes alone on lap three. It's <laughs> absolutely mad, isn't it? It breaks the record from the 2016 Chinese Grand Prix. Uh, but again, halfway through, I almost fell asleep.
1: Yeah, it was it was a bit dead in parts. But I remember the, rec- the previous record in China was equally a bit dead in parts. Rosberg was always going to win that race. So it's strange because the most overtakes doesn't always mean the best race because that one actually, similarly, was driver's. I think Harry Anto was in fifth uh, for a bit of that race. Palmer was yeah, in third on. or something. Oh like my five god! Five or six cars, five or six cars stayed out on their mediums and basically got passed by everyone, which exactly. added added like eighty overtakes. 40 overtakes,
0: yeah, it's <laughs> mad.
1: Yeah, Absolutely but bad. it was a, it was a very entertaining race for sixty yeah, yeah, percent of so. the time.
0: Definitely one of the highlights of the year so far, wasn't it? On a scale of oh, yeah. one to ten, Jamie.
1: Race rating. What do I think? Yeah, I'd give it like a, an eight. I was gonna give I'm it bit, eight and a half. I'm negative because I think a ten out of ten race is like unforgettable race of a decade, and it it wasn't quite yeah, like, like a
0: there. Canada 2011 sort of thing, isn't yeah. it? it? It's one that moments of it will stick with us a bit, like Portimao 2020 uh, 2020 was. Yeah, um, but yeah, you know, yeah, not you know not a all enthralling Grand Prix like you know some of the truly iconic ones. Um, it's what we want to do in the off season actually is live stream us watching along some old races as well, don't we? Um, knowing we live would be great fun Uh, but yeah Max took the win though ahead obviously of Alonso and Pierre Gasly his checker got his 5 second penalty so yep Sergio Perez went from a 15 second lead on lap 2 in the dominant car uh, to not scoring a podium at the end of the GP (laughs) but that Jamie is actually going to be a pretty poor segue if I do say so myself into this week's quiz so there are 7 answers if I'm not mistaken Uh, Yes, 7 correct answers this week so Max many. Verstappen. Okay. No, it's not. Max Verstappen, of course, is third <coughs> in his home Grand Prix in the Netherlands. Can you name me the other drivers mm. and the circuit they got it at uh, that have also had three wins at their home Grand Prix? So oh, I need the dear. name of the driver and the name of the track. <laughs> Am I timed? Um. Uh, you are timed, but I did not plan this, so you've got a few okay. seconds to think. Lewis about it Lewis so Hamilton. I'm only. Uh, uh, no, I haven't started yet. <laughs> Give me a second. Have some patience, boy. Uh, where am I going? Clock. There we are. You have got one minute, starting from now.
1: Hamilton at Silverstone. Correct. Uh, Schumacher at the Nürburgring. Correct. Or the, Ho- or the Hockenheim Ring. Um, also correct. Great. Um, Ascari at Monza. Uh, incorrect. Oh no. Is Ascari right? No. No. Because it would um, only be Monza. Oh yeah. Uh, who else is good? Jim Clark at Silverstone or Brands Hatch?
0: Correct.
1: Um, oh, look at that. Uh, who else is good in history of F one? Prost at Magny Uh Nope. Senna. No, he's not Monaco, is he? He only won once um, <laughs> at Brazil. Um, Max Verstappen at Zandvoort. <laughs> that
0: doesn't count. But yeah, um, three more
1: who's good Who's who won the home grand prix a lot in a row three in a row at the home no not um, three in a row just three
0: oh time Alonso's
1: up. not done it oh Alonso at so Valencia you... uh no or was it was it no he has won three in Spain though not three Spanish Grand Prix's no he has won three Virginia in Spain
0: won
1: he won two oh, 06 Valencia 12 oh, and 06 wasn't in
0: Valencia oh no that no 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 it's got to be three wins at the same track my friend
1: Oh dear, this is so convoluted. You explained it to Robert. It was
0: not. I oh, did not. You, you're just right. a moron. What um, are the rest? We well, got four two... out of seven.
1: I'll take that. <laughs> I'll take not bad, bad for four hours' sleep.
0: <laughs> no, no. Uh, I'll, I'll give you. Let, let's try and get these other three then, Jamie. Um, you got another one. What Brit. sort of
1: era? Another Brit. Um, who was good at home? Mansell or Silverstone?
0: Correct. Yep, Silverstone. Uh, you wow. actually named this driver, but you got the track wrong.
1: Who's that? I Fangio no I didn't say Fangio there's no Argentinian Grand Prix is there who else did I name
0: uh, I don't man, know Ascari
1: nose. oh Prost yep and New it York's wasn't wasn't track. Manny Coeur. where else did they no, race you're um, thinking
0: it's too late if oh Dijon th- nope that's too early
1: uh, <laughs> where else did they race in France uh what's the one which Jaboui won and there was an Arnu and Villeneuve Battle? that was crazy. I think that was Dijon, wasn't it?
0: That was Dijon, which is still incorrect.
1: Uh, Reims?
0: Nope. You're thinking way too early.
1: Oh, I have no idea. Le Mans? No.
0: Nope. <laughs> you're going to kick yourself. Magnica.
1: Oh, poor Ricard.
0: Yes! There you go. The yeah, there we story. go. <laughs> there we go. Uh, I'm... <laughs> well bless you as well you made me laugh there because no Argentinian Grand Prix the final one was Fangio Buenos oh. Aires
1: oh Buenos Aires three fair. wins
0: there yeah fair as well so good job good job four out of seven not your finest mm. but apparently no. that quiz was too confusing for Jamie
1: <laughs> you need to simplify it tell me like you should have been like who was on the podium at Zandvoort <laughs> <laughs> last weekend
0: for 1974
1: yeah. I'm not sure I would got all three
0: no, probably not knowing you. Probably not. Uh, I mean, we've done race rating, Jamie. Driver of the day. Mm. A few shouts, isn't there? I think Albon, you know, had a very good weekend. Ended up finishing 8th, didn't he? Yeah, he had a bit of an unfortunate race finish, but I think he'd been quick all weekend and, you know, could have yeah, had things gone his way.
1: Alonso got the real one, didn't he? And he was quality Alonso, all Alonso
0: did the real one, but mine would be Gasly.
1: Yeah, I think Gasly has to. And I love how hyped he gets on the radio. I love it. Uh. Yeah, that's kind
0: of what Max should do, isn't it? You know, get hyped. Well,
1: he'd he'd have no voice if he did that every time he won.
0: (laughs) perhaps he should stop crying then. Um, Stop talking about retirement all the time. Stop crying man, get back on the track. Yeah, exactly. Just because he's worried he won't have a dominant car forever. Um, (laughs) Yeah, no, Gasly, I think definitely, you know, with the fact Alpina going completely under uh, probably by the end of next week. um, Gasly, I think, yeah, was my driver of the day there. Um, predictions recap, Jamie. We both had a bit of a stinker on that one, didn't we? Did we? Uh, I think I put Alonso you, on the podium. You did put Alonso on the podium. You put him in P three, if I remember correctly. Yeah,
1: I think I said Lando Alonso. I'd like to check, yeah. but I'm pretty sure.
0: So you got five then, because you got max. I think you only got. Correct.
1: You only got four. You you oh, predicted a max I... pole and win and got four points. Well done.
0: Yep, because <laughs> I said Checo <laughs> P2, which probably should have happened, and I said Hamilton P3. Um, which definitely yeah, didn't so, happen. So my predictions are in the bin. So five points to you, four points to me means the gap now is up to two. two uh, but you're on favor. 44. Hashtag LH44, hashtag blessed. I'm on 42, so I'm basically two Nick to freeze, uh, which oh I'm quite dear. happy with. Um. <laughs> Ricardo, Jamie, quickly before we finish off when do we think he's going to return? because of course he's not going to be back for Monza but a lot of people are saying not he, he might Monza. not be back till Qatar which we kind of well,
1: that. a real broken thumb or whatever it is, broken metatarsal no carpal Metacarpal, yeah. uh, tarsal's in your foot, that's not the right one um, Tarsal Marquez, about six... sorry <laughs> Tarsal Marquez oh dear uh, it takes like 6 to 8 weeks for a normal person obviously F1 drivers aren't normal um, so Alonso raced last surgery. year. Yeah, Alonso raced last year with a broken jaw. Uh, but then you don't use your jaw to drive, so you do use your hands, as far as I'm told. <laughs> so <laughs> I would be... What's the calendar saying? F1. Uh,
0: you got calendar. Monza this weekend, Singapore after two break weeks, uh, and then Japan, and then a break before yeah, for Qatar. It
1: wouldn't surprise me if Lawson races Singapore and Japan as well.
0: Yeah, it would be um, good if he did the Japanese Grand Prix and then the weekend after did Super Formula and won it.
1: Yeah, Super Formula doesn't crash. Doesn't clash, sorry. doesn't, <laughs> doesn't he, crash. He, did actually, he did crash in Super Formula recently. He did,
0: he had a massive crash last race. He's yeah. <laughs> mad.
1: Um, so if he wanted to, he could do both, which I think he will.
0: Yeah, I think he's certainly, so. you know, he's basically trying to prove himself, isn't he? Um, yeah, you know, and security
1: off carry seat in 2023. For.
0: Yeah, exactly, alongside Tsunoda. Um, yeah, obviously, we, we spoke about some driver transfers last week. Both of us think it's going to be pretty dead as of right now, but we'll wait and see. There might be some surprises. Especially if poor
1: Chair keeps crashing. Um, he definitely yeah. won't get that
0: seat. I reckon he will. I reckon he'll win F2 this year. It's definitely for Chair. I mean, this is the problem, isn't it, with F2, is we've got Monza this weekend and then a three-year break <laughs> before the final race in Abu Dhabi again. Um, yeah. But it is the F3 championship finale. I've got Someone's no idea who's really doing well in that. The window, yeah. Um, um,
1: yeah, do let's I. have a
0: look. I've, I've watched some of the F3 this year. I don't know how I haven't kept up with it, to be honest. I just don't know the championship. Um, let's have a look. So, oh, yeah, Bortolotto should have won it at Spa, but he didn't, um, despite only winning two races all year because he just never finishes lower than sixth, uh, apart from Red Bull Ring. Uh, and Spa, of course. Um, but Paul Aaron, Pepe Marti, uh, Zach O'Sullivan, Franco Colopinto, um, and Dino Beganovic, all very There's nothing close.
1: screaming out at me here, to be honest, in the F3 Championship this year. Well,
0: apart from Bortoleto's consistency. Bortoleto,
1: yeah, consistency, but then... Yeah. I don't know.
0: How yeah, I mean, was... there's quite a few of them there that will make the jump oh, he's to 18, F2 fair. next year. What's yeah. that, sorry? He's
1: only 18. Fair
0: play. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Uh, Jamie, have we got anything else to add then, or...? Have we we Um,
1: done all right? Off the back of my UK football stadium, or just Premier League football stadium tour, I was saying pre-show we should do visit every F1 factory in a day.
0: Which is quite What do you
1: think about that?
0: Uh, When the podcast I reckon (laughs) we've come to a, a, a number right now of when the podcast hits a certain amount of subscribers. 10k? 10,000 subscribers on the podcast. I'd
1: channel. do it if we got 10k. Are
0: we saying that <laughs> if the podcast channel hits 10,000 subscribers, we will do a 24 hour get to every Grand Prix, uh, every tier? So, that is basically, uh, Fienza,
1: to, Fienza to Silverstone in a pretty much straight line, which in itself is 19 hours. So, you'd have to take well, we'd out... We'd have to go no to less.
0: France as well, wouldn't we? We'd have no, to go not to, very. Vichy? No, not Vichy. Uh, Viri. is the. Uh, are we not going like, there? No, they're like in a half a job then. Yeah, I suppose well, it's Endstone, isn't it? Uh, quite far in the east of France. Sorry, west of France, where we don't want to go. I—I I mean, to be okay. honest, Jamie, the things we say on the podcast, I'm not sure we'd be allowed into France anyway. <laughs> but we'll wait and see.
1: Yeah, we'll stick to Switzerland.
0: 10,000 subs on the podcast channel and we will do that because not only will we have to obviously come back from italy but we'll also have to get out there beforehand which won't be fun either what car will we take yours i don't trust you driving my car though
1: i won't drive it you can drive the whole way
0: i'm gonna drive for 20 (laughs) hours am i in one go
1: sure that'd be great fun
0: okay okay um that is definitely a plan um but thank you all as always so much for listening if you have enjoyed please do make sure you drop us a sub like we said ten thousand subs then on the podcast channel and we will <laughs> do that challenge um anything jamie i'm gonna let you intro because the last time you did it, it was a disaster and i found it funny
1: oh no um yeah well we've gone over everything we need to know uh don't forget podcast is only on the podcast channel from 2024 onwards so go and sub over there if you got this far i feel sorry for you but well done um Yeah, we will be back with a preview of the Monza Italian Grand Prix, which Matt will be attending, uh, this week before the race, hopefully. So, yeah, thank you very much for watching, and we'll see you next time.